Welcome to 90 and a little extra. My name is Adeyemi Atisoya. As you always know, or as you know, 90 and a little extra is a podcast that is centered around talking about sports business and where we are in Nigeria and what areas we're not taking advantage of and how we can take advantage of them and also provide solutions to some of the sports business pitfalls and issues, mistakes, you know, that we've made in Nigeria. So we do know that the um, the in thing, the current issue, the matter in the front burner is coronavirus. Hopefully, sooner rather than later, we'll get over it. So guys out there, please stay safe. Follow all the necessary precautions, wash your hands, use sanitizers, you know, just protect yourself. If you have it, if you've come in contact with someone that has it, please isolate yourself. Please try some social distancing. And uh, let's just try and do our part. So today on the show, I have one of my Egmonts in the industry. So for those that are not Nigerian who are listening to this, Egmont means uh, senior brother, uh, much older personality, senior colleague in the industry, uh, Mr. Calvin Emeka Onwuka on the podcast today. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much, Jerry. Thanks for having me. All right, so today we'll be talking about uh, investing in sports media, the opportunities and the challenges. I do know that if you look across the sphere of the Nigerian sports media, in the old days, it was just NTA. NTA was the core investor in sports media. Of course, then you now had those who did radio, they you know, did TV, Brill FM coming, investments in sports radio. And of course, you had the, the era of uh, complete football, complete sports, and what have you. And now you now have a much more liberal um, uh, industry where the doors have opened via social media, via the internet. So you have uh, investors whose investment in the industry cuts across uh, the various uh, uh, medium of media that's available. Um, Mr. Baker Uka is an investor, he's a, he's a renowned broadcaster, he is the, do, do I call you the publisher or the founder yep, yep. of aclsports.com? So, uh, ACL is one of the frontline premier sports um, uh, websites, uh, sports uh, publication outfits in Nigeria. We've covered Super Eagles with great intent. We've covered the local league with great intent. That's the Nigerian professional football league and cup competitions with great intent, grassroots football and other sports across the sphere of the country. So I think that if there's anybody we need to talk to about investing in the sports media, Emeka Uka is one of such people. Um, I will first say, let me quickly get something out of the way very quickly, sir. Do you want the season to be cancelled? Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> please, can we skip this? Do you, want people to, do you want people to switch off this podcast before we even start? <laughs> All right. I, I, you're, you're not saying anything. You have said a lot already, so don't worry. So, if, if I ask you, why sports for you? How did you get into the sports industry? Oh, my goodness. All my life. 
for as long as I've lived, I've lived 50 years now. I am, I've only known, I've really only known sports. I, my memory stretches as far back as my, when I was six or seven, that I always wanted to play football. That's all I wanted to do. School was a breeze. Yeah, at least primary school was a breeze. Just go to school, come back. All I wanted to do was play um, football. But uh, you know that time in Nigeria when you were growing up, there was no. Was eh, you to play football. Your parents will. Your parents will disown you. <laughs> your parents will disown you. So um, the best I could do was um, playing for my primary, secondary, university, and then eventually. Um, play for Nigeria at the Oxford University level, but that, that was it. So, um, sincerely, it is the only thing I can oh, I can say that if you wake me up now and ask me to talk about, I'll be able to talk about, I'll be able to talk about football at any level, at at any time. It's 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 just the thing that comes natural to me. That's the only way to put it. What well, was your discipline I, in university? I am a uh, degree holder. I'm a mass com graduate from University oh, of Lagos. Okay. So you just still uh, stayed within the. Yes. Uh, 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 it, it probably follows <laughs> that um, that's what I should have I, I should have done. But yes, it's sports. It's it's only that's what it's always been for me, really. All right. You know, on this, on this podcast, we had uh, Victor Modo a few weeks back. And uh, we discussed investing in the domestic game, you know. And he shared mm. his experience about some of the pitfalls in investing in the Nigerian domestic uh, game. And I do know that you've had your experience in, you know, with the NCA. You've, you've probably seen what was good, what was bad, and what was ugly about the NCA as at that, that time. Mm. And also mm. how you've also probably moved from. You know, the NT and also into private and then international uh, broadcast media and then your own uh, your own shop. What would you say has changed between the time when the NT was the main stable, you moved to private, international, then your own? What would you say has changed over the years? I mean, I don't even know how long this show is for, right? But I have to say, I, I I think it was during World Cup 20, when we were in Brazil. 2014? I, yes, in Brazil, 2014. Before we played France, either before we played France or after we played France, I was working, I was having a long walk with um, the then Nigerian editor of Goal.com, Lolade Adewi. And he started to ask me about my history in in this industry. And I started to tell him, the more I spoke to him about it, the more it struck me at how things really haven't changed in Nigeria. Yeah. It yeah. seems like things have changed, but really it's like we're on a carousel where you keep moving, but you're on the same spot. Yeah. Yes, um, I, I, see when we, by the time we started dealing with NTA as independent producers, we had no idea that things were uh, that this was not how 
things are supposed to be. I mean, NTA, they had the airtime, right? Yeah. And then they're asking you, an independent producer, to buy airtime from them. <laughs> you buy the airtime. Then you also you buy the airtime. You create the content. You spend money in creating the content. Then you then go to go and look for to market the content to buy the airtime. I mean, as I'm speaking to you now, I still feel this rage that I have <laughs> against against the system that threw up NTA. <laughs> the system with which that allowed NTA to function in that way that they function. What TV stations are supposed to do? TV stations are supposed to make money. You've got airtime. Is that not it? So what do you do? You you go to somebody brings a pilot of a program for you. And then you say to them, how much will it cost you to give us 13 episodes? And then you buy the episode from the content creator. And you already have your airtime that is there. It's there. So you then sell the airtime to advertisers. Yes. Right. So because of the faulty base with which MTE operated, by the time private TV station started, they took staff from MTA. The silver so the bells. cycle continued. Yes. The silver bells, the AITs, the the um, Moody, so even TBC was later. But those are the early ones. The, those those silver bells, DB, even even DBN. Those times they will also come and still ask you to come and buy airtime. The most disgusting thing ever. So so what he did was he made life difficult for content creators. Yeah. Because where is the money that you're supposed to use to go? and create your 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 thinking of ideas that you're also thinking of how you are going to fund the ideas you're not even you're not spending the small amount you have eh, to make a good pilot because that's what you do you use your money make a good pilot and then take the pilot around and hope that one of the tv stations will jump prepared to yes so that's that's what makes that's what made things really difficult for us at the time because I remember where we produced where when we produced the best of football at the time we we ran around to to, to channel five yes this was this was, was nineteen ninety three yeah that our first episode it was a the drama was incredible the guys in NTA said until the check I will pay them that they won't that they won't run the first episode. So each time where we were while while I'm thinking about how to do um, um episode um, for the, the program during in the early uh, during the day I will run around we'll be going to um advert agencies to go and ask for um adverts that they will put in the program. Let's not even start talking about advert agencies yet. This <laughs> this is just about this is about the, the, the TV station. So these are the, the fact, do you know the, the saddest part is, I am sure, you, me, you know that even to this day, that this rubbish, it's still going on. How can that, how can that, how can that even be going on? How? 
how does that work? Many, many years, many years ago, I was a content producer. I, I was in the country. A content producer came to me and we were discussing, and he said that um, one of the um, one of the DSTV channels offered him X, Y amount for a program he had created. So he, in his mind, this was what he said to me, that that money was not big enough, that Star Times had offered him a certain amount, to him, come and take airtime and then go and get sponsors. I asked him if he was okay. <laughs> Somebody is offering you money. Somebody is offering you money to do, to give them 13 episodes. And you rather go and search for sponsors. For sponsors. How does that work? But you see, I didn't blame him. When I finished with him, he agreed. It, it thanked me profusely and said he was going to go and take that offer. But I didn't blame him. He grew up thinking that that was the way. Yes, he, he grew up thinking that that was the best way yeah. to go. Not knowing that, no, that's not how it works. In proper climbs, that's not how it works. How it works is that you, they pay you for your program and then you go and look for something else to do. Yeah. And you continue to turn out stuff. Nothing has changed. So it's it's interesting you say that because yeah, also being an independent myself, I see this uh, every day, and you, there's no end in sight that there's any likelihood that it will change. But now let's talk about the online space, which you know uh, you occupy more or less. What would you say is the biggest, biggest challenge in setting up an online medium? <clears throat> I mean, you see, when, when we discuss, when we discuss the Nigerian space, the Nigerian space follows no, 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 no logic. <laughs> it doesn't, because, because of um, the uniqueness of the way Nigeria, Nigeria has been over the last 30 years. And that uniqueness is not even, I'm not using that as a compliment. <laughs> it's unique in, in probably one of the worst ways possible. Nigeria is, Nigeria, Nigeria rarely, rarely, um, we rarely, let's um, look for the word, we do not, uh, we do not praise, pay for excellence. They will say that they pay ex pay for excellence, that appreciate excellence. Nigerians will say that they appreciate excellence, but it's not true. In reality, they don't, because what usually happens, what I have found that happens a lot, is you have to know somebody to be able to get your your space, your food through the door. Okay. Before they will now say, okay, because we know this person, let's even have a look and see if what they have is good enough. Or because XYZ person brought them, okay, we'll then have a look and see whether what they're doing is good enough. You don't you don't see people people you don't see the um the media bias. Yeah. The media, unfortunately, the media buyers in Nigeria are people of a certain generation who 
people are very let me just very sad they're very anti-nigerian mm. it is it, it i look i listen to them i read them and i'm i am sad for the country because these guys are people who are actually shaping the the media space they are shaping what young people see they are shaping what people they influence what people see what people read what people base their their daily constructions on right you see people you see people who who if it is not european based mm. if it is nothing to do with european football you will really get support for it and before the anything nigerian is appreciated hmm, or they get interested in it has to be super good at the world cup mm. that's it if it is not super good at the world cup forget if the the, the internal consensus are nigerians quote unquote nigerians are not interested which is wrong yeah i, I agree with that 100 percent. it is false because if it is not if it's not on air if it is not um supported and it is found online how how would they know how would they get to it so if you don't support the things that would make that will put that thing on air. Right? Let me give let me let me give a brief scenario on how the Premier League got this big. People people talk about how the Premier League is huge. Right. You I I, I remember I was in I think I was in year three you like when the first discussions for the start of the Premier League um for the formation of the Premier League started. So I was following it. I was following it religiously in uh, on World Soccer at the yeah, time. Yeah. Right. But the single two big factors affected made the Premier League what it is today that everybody's jumping on. These two factors. One was the government. Yeah. The government insisted on because because of the um uh, his bro disaster yeah. of 1989 they reconstructed they made they decided that every ground the government gave stadiums yes gave people grants gave clubs grants to make their uh, stadiums all sit up uh, and made it safer for people to sit in and then they, 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of work that went on with government backing I'm emphasizing government backing here. Yeah, the government I, I get that. To, 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 to make um, going to the stadium attractive for fans and for families especially. Yeah. Right? Now, the second biggest factor was this: the satellite TV company, B Sky B, yeah. was going, they were going bust at the time. There are not many people taking off Sky. Because that time we came to England in '91, um, it was the World University Games was only live on Sky, mm. on this Sky at the time. But so many people didn't know because so many people had Sky dishes. Mm. But Sky paid to have the Premier League. They took that gamble. It was the biggest gamble they made as a company, but it was a gamble that kept them. Afloat. I began why 
they are still in existence to this day. Now, the big money they poured in, that big money they poured in ensured that clubs had money. The money was now distributed. It also led to the, the start of many magazines. Yeah. <laughs> you see, many magazines, many radio and TV programs. Do you see how it's going? Yeah. You see how it's going? Many, they, yes. Expanding the, expanding the value chain. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So you see, this is why when I say when I say stuff like people underestimate the 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 these two factors, government and the media. The media in in expanding value chain and making so many creating so many businesses around something. So when we in Nigeria are only prepared to be paying money are only prepared to sponsor and support and support things and support the leagues abroad yeah. La Liga with due respect to them it's not their fault it's yes. La Liga the president oh. who as long as Nigeria well, well, are sorry to cut in even mm. the system itself the football structure itself mm. is set up that way so is set up to kill the domestic game to make it non-visible to potential investors, to potential sponsors. And then when you kill all that, you now put one above board, which is the survivors. And make it supposedly that, the attractive brand. That, that's even a, a very different discussion. <laughs> but we'll get to that. So what I'm saying is that if if the people, if those people, eh, those people who are the media buyers, the people who are the um, marketing directors of big corporations in Nigeria, are not prepared to take the gamble eh, with the Nigerian product itself, mm-hmm. with the Nigerian product inside Nigeria. It is every every other business that should have been tied around it, like acsports.com, like 19 news programs, every, we're all on live support. You will not, you're just, you're just, um, what was the word? You're just um, standing, trying to stay afloat. Because, because how can a country, or how can a continent, I said this, I, I'm in a WhatsApp group with them, some African um, journalists and report and administrators, where I said to them that give it 15 years, you will not find young people interested in African sports. The world-to-world coverage of European football has made it that every, I can, although I have not taken a proper census stat for this, eh? most 15-year-olds and above have very little interest especially in sub-Saharan Africa, mm-hmm. have very little interest in local, in local oh, football. You are, you, are not, you are not wrong. I, I run a football school for kids, even though the, the oldest is probably 11 years old. Mm-hmm. The, my maximum age is 12, I age 5 to 12. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything about local game. 
They're not in They're not the people we trusted. But we cannot blame them. We why can't. can't we, why, why can't we blame them? Because on TV, yeah. we don't have... We don't have... We, people like online where they actually reside, eh? mm-hmm. the people who, who can put this kind of stuff regularly online do not get the support yeah. to put it online. Yeah. Rather, rather, if because when I started ACL Sports, when I was putting together my team, I said to them, I am sorry, we are not if you're if you're only interested in European football, this is not the place for you. I want something that will be first Nigerian based, Nigerian, yeah. Nigerian, and then Africa before we do world. That that was the interest first. We have to we have to cover because I'm I, I was I was too particular about getting only authentic authentic news. I did not want to regurgitate something <laughs> from Sky Sports, BBC, Sky Sports. Yes, I didn't want that. I didn't want us to regurgitate anything like that. But you see, now this is where this is where the the, the problem is. We will, as you said in the intro, we'll cover locally. We cover, we'll cover Nigerian League. I don't know what to call it locally. We'll cover Nigerian League extensively, right? But the Nigerian League has no sponsor. Yeah. As so, you get a sponsor. When the league itself doesn't have a sponsor. When the league doesn't have a sponsor. Yeah. Yet this is a country of over 100 million people. Yeah. So how how what I find mystifying is how it is that. So meanwhile, let me so I don't take you away from the crux of this. The question you probably ask is, okay, so how can people get into into this space in in um in in investing the online space in in, in Nigeria? In Nigeria, yes. Um, I I frankly. It depends on your passion. It's what is your passion? Is it that you just want to make money? If you want to make money, right? Not if the passion is just to make money. What I've always advised is find people, pursue everything that you can that is foreign. Just <laughs> once it is foreign, you you have a chance. You have a chance. Look at but, look how down here. Yes. <laughs> the problem the problem though with the problem with foreign is as we have noticed, as I pointed out to a lot of people lately, who so didn't know, a lot of rights owners now are very particular yeah. about their their property. Yeah. So yeah. you your site can come down oh, anytime. Yes. Yeah. If, if even if you your Twitter account that, can come down. Yes, your Twitter account can come down. Straight away, you can pull. You be pulled down straight away. So that's this is this is where. So it's closing. It the, the window is closing. The window is closing. So again, it requires originality. Yeah. For people who people who can travel, people who can travel abroad, you can go and get stuff. But the one thing I always want to tell anybody depends on what you want to do. Do you do you want to go? You the best, the most important thing is get yourself registered with all the organizations. Get into Swan. Get into ARPS. when they get when they get themselves. Yes, when well, they put no, the no, house no. in order. Who Swan? Yeah. No, no, the house is in order. No, it's not register with Swan. It's not register with Swan. There is there is one person. 
uh, register with one, register with AIPS. Yes. And then if you're into football or whichever sport that you really want to cover, register, try and enter the media channels of those of those organizations so that you can every now and again be able to cover get accreditation to cover um, events and with that you'll be able to have content that you might be able to um, to get sponsors for especially because it is foreign yeah. especially because it is foreign once it is it is your getting um, foreign stuff you will you're, you're likely to get the advantage of being online is that online is um, <clears throat> online is um, one of the cheapest areas to go into. Yeah, <clears throat> it is. Even if even if it's podcast, even if it is website, it is still uh, cheaper than uh, most of it. So do that. Ideally, ideally, I, I if if left to me, I would always suggest them um, if anybody could is the radio the radio radio is you can never go wrong with radio yes. if you could do radio do have a have a radio station except that yeah you still have to buy a time it becomes too expensive no 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 i mean only radio station only oh, radio station ah that was it yes you know that will go to my <coughs> second question okay. which my next question which was going to be do you think that by now, by now, with the way we supposedly love sports in Nigeria, that we should have by now have multiple sports radio stations? We have only one, or one <coughs> with different branches. Right. Um, I'll te- tell you a story. In, in um, 1993, when I was still working with the Rumen, we the story came out that people were asked to put in bids, no applications to get radio and TV licenses at the time. So I told I told him to this day, I said to him, please, I think we should put in the license. Because we're 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 big in Nigeria at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, a big aside to him, let's put in the license to application to have either like for both radio and TV. I remember him scoffing at it and saying that Bangla was not going to was not going to give any license to anybody. Yeah. He was wrong. Yeah. He came out and DBN and DBN got a license. Yeah, that's when DBN got a license. I I I always the reason why You see how many registrations we have in that Lagos alone? <laughs> in that Lagos alone. Ask yourself, why is one not, why are there not like five different sports stations? Why are they not just sports stations? Why are they just general general interest radio stations? So it's not, it's not, it's not because there can't be sports radio stations. It's because maybe somebody has not decided that, yeah, it should be, I just want it to be. It's always sports. not bullish enough. Yeah, you see, sports is one. In this time and age, you mean, with with smartphones, it is, it is as a as a 
as the publisher of Israel's Post of Commerce, I know to run apart from the physical infrastructure, eh? Yeah. I to run a sports radio station would be so much easier for me than running sales sports. Yeah. I kid you not. I know that from experience now, from everything I have seen on ground, easy. It is so easy. We will cover. We will cover. We will cover MPFL at a level that people would be wondering was it possible. Yeah. It is so easy to do because of smartphones. How are we doing this podcast? It's very easy to do. Yeah. You will even get license. When I was in Cairo for the Afcon, there are two, two or three people that you know that I know. That I asked them. You guys have radio programs back home. Why didn't any of you get a radio um, accreditation so that you would broadcast from this, from the venues here? I saw my, I saw some Ghanaians that were that got radio license, radio um, accreditation, and they were broadcasting. They were, they gave them boots, they gave them broadcast boots because that's the accreditation they got, and they were broadcasting from there. At the last talk of, I asked some of them also. Who I know do stuff on radio. I said, why did you put not get radio accreditation so that you can broadcast your programs from the walk up? There is so much that, could have, that can be done, but again, it, it boils down to what I always what I said from the start: the Nigeria the Nigeria system does not encourage um, invention. It doesn't. It doesn't, it, no, it doesn't encourage. It doesn't reward people. Excellent. Who, yes. You don't really, as long as you know people. As long yeah. as you know people. You so basically, what you're saying is that whilst it does not reward excellence, it don't, so because it doesn't reward excellence, practitioners find it hard to be, uh, to be inventive, to be creative. Yes. Because yes. they know that, you know what, this thing might probably not just jive. So yes. the desire and the drive to push out that it's not there it's not, it's there. not there yeah it's, it's not in truth it's, it's that's that's the major factor but well, how hard people... how hard is it to get and to get quality personnel and i say this because my only two whatever you know trying mm. to write trying to get people to write for me as well mm. you know um they and, and i say this and no offense to anybody. I say this because mm. I see a lot of the younger generation have a bit of a sense of entitlement because of the exposure and the access that they have. They think that they deserve what they haven't earned. Yes. So I, I, how, how, how I have you found, how have you been able to bridge that gap? I see what you're you're saying. I one of the things, one of the first things I I as individuals or as somebody as an older person, what you need to do yourself first is, do you are you prepared to teach? If you are prepared to teach, are you patient enough to teach? So once you do that, then you get people. You get people who you have to find out if they are willing to, to learn. learn. Yeah. That there are a lot of people who have sent 
messages who would like to work with us at ACL Sports. But my interactions with them will tell me whether they are prepared to learn or not. So a lot of people have not, I couldn't take on, was because I realized that these people are not prepared to learn. And then when I started with some of my guys, if you notice, we've been through nearly three years now. It's because they will be able to evolve because they are also willing to learn. And we have discussions, we discuss, we talk. And I, I, I tell them that you, you have to, this is the way I think we should go. This is the way I believe we should go. And then I I, I, I find that they, these, these ones are willing to learn. This, that sense of entitlement, I have to confess, usually comes with them. Um, it comes with um, because of the way Nigerian social media has gone. I've not, I've not seen it anywhere else <laughs> in Nigeria. People, people believe that because of his Twitter, his or her Twitter followership count, that the person is God or the person is infallible. So, so a lot of them now begin to think that yes. I, we have arrived and nobody can, can tell us anything. That's fine. So you don't have to interact with those ones. You have to find. See, there, I did a podcast last week. There's a, there's a guy I am who called in and I spoke with him, just speaking with him. And I know that this is somebody I need to speak to some more because he is so interested, invested in um, the Nigerian league. He lives um, up north or in the middle uh, belt region where he's an Igbo boy so this this kind of people who you can you believe you can you can work with you can mold you see the the aim of teaching anybody so that's why I would suggest to anybody who wants who is talking to young people your aim of teaching them of trying to mold them has got to be for them to be better for them, you have to ensure that you let them understand that this is because you want them to be better. You want them to go on to to bigger and greater things. When somebody you're taking, talking to and teaching sees that that is how that that is your motive, I believe they will respond better. So you can then have the kind of quality personnel that you want to work with. I don't know if this has, if this makes any sense. Okay. Now, you know the way the Nigerian media space, sports media space is. Um, the guys in print complain about insistent uh, lack of uh, salary, their own salaries for months, TV, radio, you know, the whole whatever. Why? Because the industry itself has issues. Now, Based, because of that, you then now see a lot of quote-unquote journalists. I, I, anybody that goes outside the journalistic quote for me is not a journalist. I'm not a journalist, but when I hear some of the things that I hear, and I'm saying, which, how do you respond to some of the relationships that journalists quote-unquote have built with administrators? Do you think that that in itself has a way of affecting the medium that the person represents. Right. 
Um, there's a phrase that uh, my friend uh, is always quick to quote back at me that <laughs> I use it. I use it always. Nigeria, the Nigerian elite, the Nigerian leadership, the Nigerian people in government have weaponized poverty. Mm. This is this is why um, these situations you describe exist. When we started ACO Sports, one of the first things I told the guys there is that if you are ever offered the role of a media officer for any organization, you will have to quit this job. Mm. You will not be media officer and be writing for and be working with ACL Sports. Yeah. It can't work. So if even in, in Super Eagles, Flying Eagles, anybody, they offered they offered that role. Thank you. God bless you. We wish you all the best in your new role. You can work with us. You see, you also have to one day I was speaking to a friend who used to work with one of the major newspapers in Nigeria. And I remember saying to her that, do you, have you people ever considered the overhead in that your company? That consider the overhead and consider how much, how much you people bring in every month. That it is so high that how can salaries be paid? It's very rare that they'll be able to pay salaries regularly or pay salaries good enough to take people home. So when things when things are like that, hmm, then it means that human beings, human beings, it's survivor. People will now have to go and look for ways to make ends meet. I, I remember I was speaking to a former super ego coach, and this coach was very upset with journalists that they collect money and they write anyhow, blah, 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 blah. So I said to him, let me, ask, let me paint a scenario to you. I said, imagine a guy has not been paid for three months and one of the sports administrators calls him and gives him those three months, that three months money and says to him, this is how I want you to slant this story. This guy has school fees to pay. He has rent probably due. Tell me why you think he will think of his conscience at that time. He can't. This is why I said this is the weaponization of poverty. Because because people the, the, the people in power know that people don't have money. Right? They are not journalists don't have money. So they know that it's easy to induce them. It's easy to influence them. I don't know if that if that makes any sense. So yes, the people who are bad are the ones who you get paid, but you're greedy. Editors, editors, especially editors who, who you know that you get your your money regularly, but you're also ready to sell, sell your your soul for to slant stories, to 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 um, be in the good books of the administrators. Those are those are the horrible ones. But it is it's still down to the um, the poverty in the land. Mm. That's why I'm not excusing them, but that's that's the that, that's the um, the scenario why I think 
the things happening. So as a publisher, mm. if you get a report that one of your writers has been induced by an administrator or by mm. a player, mm. what is the line of action that you take? Or what line it's line shiny. It's, it's, it's in their letter of um, employment, every one of them. It's in their, it's in their letter of employment. So if a young every man comes to you now, fresh out of school, he says, ah, Omega, I want to start an online publication. Well, it's sports online, but maybe he just says, he picks uh, maybe basketball. He can't. Or I won't tell him to. I won't tell him to. I won't allow him to. I would not advise them to. You have to end. You have to. You have to end. Yes. Your. You have to end your. End your stripes. Yes. You have to gather experience. I. I believe so. I really do believe that. You. Yes. The technology is easier now. Yeah. The technology is easier for everybody to start to do whatever they want. But no, I would say to him, go and go and work somewhere else. Go and work somewhere. Go and and serve other best. I'll see how it is done. So that you will then be able to run your own and uh, and have you have the experience to work with. I I, see, I don't care how long how old I get. Um God will do the room. I I've never called him anything else. I call him boss. Because that was the first place I worked and I got my experience. I learned, I learned a lot from him, a, a lot. And even though I was the, the creative hub, I was the, the driving force for um, best of football at the time. But I learned a lot from him, and it is some of the stuff um, that I, I I use. I I did I did apart from him, I did stuff everywhere. I did with Super Sport. You've got to, you've got to go around before you start, you start thinking that you're going to be your own, your own boss. You so like, but I would like, I always like, um, I always ask, uh, you know, we, we kind of live in a bit of a false paradise where a lot of people listen to motivational speakers and they tell them, oh, it's good to be your own boss, you have to do this. You have to aspire to to aspire to perspire to blah 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 and all that you know whatever. And I'm saying, look, how much experience do you think somebody should get working around the industry before it decides that look, I think I've done, I've hit this ceiling. It's time to break it and then probably venture the zone. And in doing that, also, what kind of investment should we be looking at? Should we be looking to start with? One man team, two man team, three man team, and what kind of, in the minutest of sense, how much is reasonable as an investment, depending on the kind of platform you want to start. You see, when you know there's the difference is people people there's a there's a false premise people work with that it's everybody that can be a boss. Yeah, true. Or run an organization. There might yeah. be people who. Your calling might just be be where you are. Yeah. Be you get to where you, yes, and get to become an editor, stay there, retire from there, and then start writing your own books and all of that. Meanwhile, there are also others. 
they get to the point where bang, they're ready to to run their own ship. And then they they're able to corral enough people who will back them with with them the capital to go and start what they want to do. But the key thing though, you've got to find out what your passion is. What do you want to do really? What do you want to do? Do you is it something that you believe that um <clears throat> what will what will be success for you in that venture? That, yeah. What would you consider that is success for you? So these are the these are the um um the things. Again I say to young people now that if I if if I had been say I was twenty five say I was twenty five now yeah. I'll be so happy if I was the same person. <laughs> no no that's not possible. That you I can't am, be twenty five now. Twenty five now. Be the same with person all of these things, with all with of the same knowledge. <laughs> it's not possible. No, 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 not with the same knowledge. The same person that I was when I was 25, with the okay. energy that I had when okay. I was 25, the energy that I had when I was 25. No, this is. Hear me? At 24, I was winning the Nigerian Territory TV rights for 3R. I got to the R to Nigeria in. Oh, that time of NTA? Yes, for, with AIT. First on NTA, then the yeah. next year it was on AIT. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the scope is so wide now. So if you have the energy, if you have the, if you have the, the vision, you have the drive. There's there's so much you can do, so much, so much you can do now. Really, there's there's plenty. It's easy. But one thing I need to caution people about, especially in Nigeria, is do not be fooled by the success of some online people <laughs> especially the non-sports online people, people mm? yeah people don't realize that a lot of a lot of a vast number of people who watch those non-sports people like the like the artists the, musicians the, not just the, the 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 movies yeah vast number a high percentage of their viewers are in the diaspora where data is cheaper Cheap. data is a lot cheaper um, um, electricity is not a problem <laughs> so when when you're doing when you're doing something that is still up for the Nigerian market and you're thinking of of it being database it's it's especially video, no, especially it's video. It's good you have gone there. I was going to ask you, LMC. Especially so, video. Hold on, LMC. Next mm-hmm. TV, two hundred and thirty-five mm. million dollars TV deal. Your thoughts? I, I've, I've, I've mentioned this to, to them in the group that I'm in. This is another way that people waste. People waste money in Nigeria, and the problem is they they don't they don't get um, they don't get furnished for it in the end. Yeah, we'll yeah. just we'll just 
we just dust down. Yes, we just dust down and move on like nothing happened. Yeah. How do you, how do you see a product that is struggling for, that is struggling for relevance? Yeah. A product, Nigerian professional football league, is struggling for relevance amidst the strong competition from European football. Yeah. And then you choose that the best way to enter it is to make it where people would pay use data <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> you know, the one of the biggest mysteries is how Nigerians think that. I don't know, I swear. <laughs> the, vast, the vast majority of Nigerians live in Lagos, Abuja, or Portacourt. It's not true. <laughs> I know, I, I know people who the highest they will top up in a month is 1,000 naira. And you're asking them to use that one to it's watch. Like, it's like the hostage analogy. analogy. It's like the hostage analogy. Your head buried in the sand. That's just it. That's how I, 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 Nigeria. I don't understand it. How can these LMC people not go to the Federal Ministry of Information? Call a meeting, Ministry of Information. Call a meeting that has Minister of Sports. Call a meeting with the DG and sit down and say to them, this, this is our product. Yeah. This is our sport. Why can you be, how can we not put this thing on NTA? Okay, we'll tell NTA, NTA, forget. We will take care of the production of it. But it must be on your station. But you know, but you know the funny thing, sorry to cut you. They, they sold this to us the first year that they ended that super stock deal. Mm. They sold to us that they were going to build a production company that was going to work on the local league and they will be transmitting via NTA in conjunction with NTA, that NTA has um, OB fans, they are rich. You know, you know the moment I knew it was never going to work. Mm. It was 2016 CAF Beach Soccer AFCOM. I was hosted in Lagos. I was involved in that. God rest in the So, and I know the problems we had because the rights for that Beach Soccer AFCOM, Supersport mm. didn't have it. We had Copa Lagos on Sunday. Supersport had rights for Copa Lagos, right? Okay. We, so, we were not caught in between. On Monday, they were not like, ah, who's going to transmit the AFCOM, right? And so, so, we don't have the rights. Then they now found out, I think they now found out that the rights belong to StarTrek. But wow. those guys were not, you know, they didn't care. They had the rights, whatever, they didn't bother. So, they said they would do it. When I saw the OB van that they brought, I gave up. And I heard how much they had to pay for them to get the OP van there this to cover the that competition. It's 2016. There is so much dishonesty in every area. So much dishonesty. So this is why when I when I saw that that next deal and all that, and I saw it online again, I laughed. I said this will have started. This will come be serious. Who, 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 who is going to watch it? Who is going to who is going to watch it? Who is going to watch use data to be watching uh, 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 MPFL? 
we've tried it before, we've checked it. Nigerians, once something, once you ask the vast majority of Nigerians to watch something longer than two minutes, you're on your own. Yes, you. Long, longer than two minutes. For what? A friend of mine told me that he bought the rights for one of Davido's concerts in LA. He bought the Nigerian. Yes, the Nigerian streaming rights for it. Yeah. The guy said he paid 10k dollars, 30k dollars for the rights. That he did not get, he didn't get up to 10,000. What am I saying? He said he didn't get up to 5,000 Nigerian subscribers for it. <laughs> Straight. That's why hey, that, this guy, this guy is, is the guy in the industry. So it's not like he's one new person. Uh, That's why he tells, he tells people, most people will talk about any business, any video business in Nigeria that is data-driven. Forget it. He said he's dead on arrival. That even, the, even the movie guys, right? Mm. They offer free downloads. Aha. They offer free downloads. Then if you go to their outlets, you can log on to their Wi-Fi to be able to download the movies you want. But with their own catch is you pay a subscription. So we're talking about the likes of the local, you know, yeah. uh, is that what you want? all those guys. Is that what our people want to use to do football? Imagine. So there's a subscription fee, you pay the subscription fee, you go to the outlet, they will set you up and you download for if it's 10 movies one down, you download it there. At that time, you come and they've, they've benchmarked that once you pay that subscription, you know, they probably looked at the cost as they were doing that. Yes. They mm-hmm. arrived at a, at a reasonable outcome for themselves. So I'm, I was surprised when these guys came out and I was like, what are these guys thinking? And mm-hmm. the way they now announce so much fanfare, it's amazing. Everything is fanfare. That many months down the line, Nothing. And you know what is exactly. more painful? Over the, the the league was suspended last week. But do you know that for like three weeks, when the other leagues in Europe have been suspended, mm-hmm. you had a lot of people, especially those that bet, sports betting people, coming mm-hmm. to play Nigerian football, Premier League, Nigerian professional football, the NPFL. You know, we see guys in the UK, US tweeting about the MPFL. Saying, oh, there's value. Yeah, there's value here. Lobby stars are very good at home. Platinum United are very good at home. Put your money on this. Okay, and we even go in and we think can get. I'm telling you. And I was looking at it, I was like, Jesus, what is this? Just imagine if this thing was on TV now. We, this, is, this is what I'm saying about this is not a country that rewards them <clears throat> excellence and performance it is why it is why the the mpfl uh the shenanigans are gone <laughs> we cannot even begin to we can't begin to discuss them so that's that's why i would say if you want to if you want to get involved in i just was saying i i always say this now one time i I was on BBC Five Life. We were talking about racism and sports and um, and the media. 
So the final question, I think it was Victoria Derbyshire that put it to me and says, so Calvin, what would you say to um, a young black boy or black person who wants to, ethnic minority who wants to go into, who wants to go into the industry? <clears throat> what would you say to them? I, I say, I would tell them, good luck. <laughs> and that's what I would say. Good luck, because the, 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 the path is not clear. The path is filled with obstacles. Yeah. So anybody who wants to go into sports business in Nigeria, all the best. The, the path is not, the path is filled with obstacles. Like every business in Nigeria. Yeah. Filled with, filled with obstacles. Like the one you told me about Modo and the ticketing thing yeah. you did with um, MFM. Dude, just to the, the people who we think that they're not supposed to pay to watch a match yeah. will make life difficult for him. Yeah. They will make life difficult for him. No, I even gave him an example that this thing that he did is not, it's not new. That Because my dad, big fan of traditional stories. In the late mm-hmm. 80s or early 90s, I can't remember now. It's no longer ago, so I can't even ask him. He went to Obi Constable. He counted the sea. You know, the other side, there's no, there are no sea. The fire tools and the likes, the uncovered yes. side. So they just yes. kind of partitioned it in a way to count what the potential number of seats will be mm. in the stadium. And the calculator, okay, so if we charge 59, for them to enter. Mm. I'm just saying, hypothetically, I can't remember how much is that. This yes. is how much we will need. He then approaches the FA and says, I want to buy the rights to sell this match, to be at the gate. And they asked him for some ridiculous amount. And he was like, I've calculated this thing. <laughs> I'm not able to make <clears throat> up to this amount to ask him. I told Modo, Modo said, oh, so that, so, so that, so what are we talking about? That is the same problem he also had. Exactly. exactly. We, I think in Nigeria, we have a bit of, a, of an overbloated self sense of self-worth. No, 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 no. That's not it, Yemi. It's not that. Every place in Nigeria, there's a scam built in it. <laughs> Every space. There's a scam built in it. To you that you're trying to come and spoil that scam, they will not let you. <laughs> so you see those people who are selling who were selling tickets at Runiko, eh? They already know that no matter how many people come to watch a superstars match, eh? They was able to say we probably got 10,000 naira. Eh? That's all. So anything they get on top of that 10,000 is their own. It's their own. So if they now sell the rights to the ticket to somebody, an outsider, that outsider has scattered the scam for them. It's wrecked the scam for them. So they won't let it. That's, no, I had a story, I, I, I had a story that Pilas, I don't know how true it is, don't confirm. <coughs> Calculus <coughs> more or less sell at their stadium every every other weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And I heard that if they have a full stadium, 
Sabah sabah milyonlara karşı. Bu, the following thing that happens, me they collect that money to share the minute. Commissioner collects his own. Then collects his own. This one collects his own. Supporters collect But you know why? But you know why? There's a budget that comes for the there's a budget that covers the stadium. Yeah. So there the, the are money that comes in from Canopilas games. Does not count. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't count, so they have to share it quickly. It's amazing. You see what I you see what I mean? Every every part, everywhere, there's a scam. <laughs> That's what it is. So you, the day you come, you want to come and um, betray the scam. They either, if they're not able to to stop you um, legally, they will find every illegal way to stop the person. That's that's the way it works. So, let me on the final note, just try to round up. Um, from your experience, I'm looking at the future, five, ten years time. What do you think? What are the opportunities you see within the media space? And I'm not talking with Nigeria and solution now. I'm talking globally. What are the opportunities that you see that somebody in Nigeria can also be looking on to latch onto on the global stage? And secondly, if you're chairman of the LMC today, if you're made chairman of the LMC today, what would be the first thing you to round up? Right. Let me start with the LMC one. If I was chairman of LMC today, I would not agree to take the position if I'm not allowed. No, no, no. I, that's why I'm giving the condition. If I'm not allowed to ask that every state-owned club, every state should hands up every club. If if I'm not allowed to do that, then I will take the post. Okay. Once. Once I'm allowed to do that, at each state, every state, every sports commissioner, all of you, hands off every club, and then we we'll put we we'll put up we we'll put all those clubs up for, for auction for anybody that can come and take the clubs. Come and take the clubs, but we see we have to see a a detailed resume of the people who are owning the clubs. Yeah, not because the private clubs are not that different. different. Yes, we must not, we must not, we must not, what's the word, we cannot, there must not be an owner there that we can find a link to anybody in government. Okay, okay, so what's you that your, uh, what's that test they do generally? Due uh, diligence, proper uh, due diligence. So they do this fit and proper test or something? Yes, we'll do all of that. Once we're able to do that, eh, then I, I'm going to call that meeting I was talking about yeah. with the MTA, Minister of Sports. We, I don't care how, we have to put the lead on back on TV, on NTA. NTA, not anywhere else, not even AIT, NTA. And then I will insist that every home team, every home team must keep 1,000 tickets, 1,000 spaces for primary and secondary school children to enter for free mm. for every home match. Mm. What? Just children must come in for free. Cultivate the, the habits. That's the, the only way. Yeah, I mean, that's the only way we can have. That's that's the only way we have to bring children, nine to fifteen year olds, free. 
they must be allowed to enter free. Any adult that is paying, that comes with a 15-year-old, the adult will pay half price. Mm. So we can encourage people to go to stadium. We have to, those are the things that need, these are the quick things that we have to, we have to, we have to be doing to, to get, to bring in, those are the things I would do as LFC. Um, as those, those three, I've got to do those quickly. Because, see, the competition, I mean, I, maybe we can do a talk of uh, Nigerian League another day. <laughs> that, that, that one. Then, what is available in the media space? Unfortunately, everything is still tied to, to Nigeria. Hmm? Do you know we're more attractive to people outside? Oh, yes, we are. When we are talking about things Nigeria. Yeah. My last, we are my, last, uh, to them. my last edition with uh, Tim Kepo, and mm. this is a guy that's talking about Eurosport. He's talking passionately about the AFCON. He's talking passionately about Nigerian mm. players. He's talking passionately mm. that you know that there's so much. And I'm like, guy. <laughs> Unfortunately, people here don't see this thing you are saying, and it's like he doesn't understand it. There you see so much on the African continent. There you see it. So, if you uh, people, what I'll tell young people, uh, be 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 focused, be get gather gather your knowledge about Nigerian. Nigerian sport. It doesn't matter which sport. Basketball, track and field. Follow the making of champions people. Follow Luga. Once Luga is going, just get knowledge. Get the kind of knowledge that when you're writing about it, when you're tweeting about it, the people outside, people who are reading your tweet, are thinking this person is knowledgeable. So when they want to do something about the Nigeria or about African continent, they will go, yeah, this is a good enough resource, resource person. So let's let's get to that person. So from there, that's how it starts to go. It's school people that will be speaking big English. You're speaking big English. You have a um, lot of followers in the country or your on or your on Twitter. But there's no there's nothing they know you for. You have to be known. You have to be for known some, for something. There's got to be we have to be so that when 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 people think of that thing, they think of you. Like somebody think about basketball. So somebody goes, who should I who should I ask? Who should I ask? Ah you call somebody, they'll call, yeah, yeah, yeah. That person, that person. These are these are the things that I, I advise young people to do because once you're able to do that, your scope is the the scope for interaction is wider. You become more attractive to people who are looking for different different people. I know there are times when BBC will call me and say, do, do I have somebody that they can use for something? And when I mention a name, they'll say, no, we've used him too many times. Let's get me somebody else. Do you see? That's how that's how these things that's how these things go. But you have to you have to be ready to to speak about things from Nigeria and Africa. Mm. So, have, most importantly, have a reach, a reach for yourself on the local scene. Have a reach for yourself. 
pay attention yes. to what is happening around you and carve that niche for yourself. Interesting. It will speak for you. It, it will speak for you. Yes. You know, what, what you, it actually makes a lot of sense because um, Femi, Femi Adifes are always saying one thing that Dijamotri uh, Boo was one of the first people to tell him that, you know what? Focus on basketball. Focus on basketball. That there you go. Everybody's, everybody's doing football. Focus mm -hmm. on basketball. And also, like I explained to you, that's one of the reasons why I've also decided to focus on sports business. You know, mm -hmm. as against us having the Ronaldo Messi, this one, that one uh, conversation. And I see the opportunities and I see the potential that we have. You mentioned it. It's a culture of, of over 100 million people. There's no reason why our sports should not grow. Nigeria is huge. There's no reason why our sports should not grow. I, I always give an example of whenever I go to a Gigi Stadium to watch everything. And I tell anybody that's in Jaya, I say, all I'm looking at, looking at this thing, I'm seeing money that nobody's touching. I've given examples that what would it cost everything as a brand? Yes, it's a church club. All oh, the cost them to approach a Coca-Cola that's just down the road from them. I say we want you to be our official uh, drink. Don't pay us any money. Come along, do your activation, brand the stadium, give the stadium a bit of a feel that when our opponents come, they'll be like, ah, "What's going on here?" Then. Embrace the guys that already sell drinks in the stadium. Brand them in Coca-Cola and MFM, you know, merchandise. You know? Give them the drinks at a reduced price. And watch the sales. If Coca-Cola sells a thousand bottles at that venue, every of that MFM is great. After one year, you tell them, thank you very much, thank you. And you go to Pepsi, you have the figures. You know, I tell Pepsi, this is what we did with Coca-Cola. When I tell Coca-Cola, here's you have gone to Pepsi, they start begging you with money. So you have opened a pipeline for yourself already, and that is starting income stream. There's activity. Just imagine. You Just know. imagine that. That's why you think that. Very simple. It's so not that hard. Imagine if it was if the, the league was on TV. Or yes. And you tell them your your logo showing on Super Sport or Lengthy cost. We can put a cost with you know how much it is to put a logo on screen. And you put a cost with it showed five times. It showed ten times. You put a cost with and you tell them, look at it, look at how much money we have saved you. It's amazing how our people don't uh, don't think in that because direction. Because they're not making money from it now. Because yeah, they're not you, making... you said it. You said it. There's a scam <laughs> attack to everything. Yes, that's the main thing. Ah, it's been a it's been a, a thrilling conversation. Thank you very much, boss. Uh, I really appreciate your joining me on this. And like I said, uh, this is a. Uh, three or four parts on investing in sports media. We talk to other uh, sports media personalities who also put their money 
in this business and just to get their experience and how they're doing it. Uh, thank you very much for taking my invitation. I know you are in uh, social distancing and self-isolation, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Hopefully, we'll thank get over you. this and then normal soon. So thank you very much, sir. Amen. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, so that's it's been 90 and a little extra. I've had uh, Calvin Mekawuka on the show talking about investing in sports media. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at YomiTM442 or you follow the podcast at 90 and extra. Uh, thank you for joining me. Like I said earlier, please stay safe. Follow the protocol. And if you don't need to go out, please stay at home. Whatever it is you are in the world that you are hearing me, please let's stay at home and let's be responsible. Thank you and have a lovely evening. Okay.